Welcome to The Husk, a podcast by the Agricultural Leadership, Education, and Communication Department here at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I'm your host, Sophia Savanda, and for this episode, we have not one but two guests on the show. I have the honor of discussing the topic of sustainability with the Director of Environmental Studies here at UNL, Dave Gosselin, and the Sustainability Director, Prab Strasta. Our first guest is Dave, and the reason that I brought him in for the interview was because of an article that I saw about UNL joining the United Nations Sustainable Development Solutions Network, and I wanted to know a little bit more about that. He also said that at the university, there are a lot of things in the realm of sustainability and resilience that people don't really know about that's going on. At the university level, there's actually lots of things going on with regard in this whole realm of sustainability and resilience that people don't necessarily know about. So that's one of the big things is getting getting things out there. Um, it's also bringing people together that have a like interest that want to move the university forward in this in this arena. And so as part of that work with regards to the the commission as being one of the co as being one of the co-chairs, um, we saw an opportunity to become part of the Sustainability Development Solutions Network, which is a U- United Nations um, partner, I believe, is how it works. And um, the there into the that organization is into the implementation of the sustainability development goals that have been put together by the United Nations. And so as a member of that organization, this may provide opportunities for us or for the university to become more engaged on an, on an international level and to get the expertise that we have here at the university out into, say, new arenas. Dave mentioned that he was a part of something called the Commission. This is the Chancellor's Sustainability Commission, which is a project that Dave and Probs, who is also included in this interview, are co-chairs of. Dave was able to tell me more about the Commission and his role in it as well. Well, as the, as the co-chair of that was my colleague, uh, Probs uh, Shretsa, who is the um, coordinator of the sustainability office here at, at UNL. We're working jointly together to bring things together. Um, Probs works predominantly on the operation side, does a lot of great stuff with, with students and, and their sorts of projects. Um, and I'm kind of making the connection into the more of the academic side of things in terms of the, the business of curriculum, the business of, of research and innovation and such things. And so as part of our work in the creation of this commission, the commission has, if you will, seven action teams, which uh, have the opportunity to not only look at research and innovation, teaching and learning, but moving into the business of wellness, uh, the business of um, the environment and the landscape, such things, um, uh, civic engagement or engagement with with other communities amongst amongst other things and so working with probs and his his folks we've kind of brought this thing to fruition the fact that we have nearly 70 people involved in this in this commission will allow for that commission's activities to be very transparent but also be reaching a large number of voices and giving people the opportunity to contribute to if you will our own solutions network if you will with regards to this business of sustainability and and resilience i think it's a really exciting exciting time and we'll see where it where it takes us he also touched on ways that we can alter the way we do things and the opportunity that unl has to make an impact there's certainly all sorts of technologies and, and different ways in which we can reduce our impact on the environment. Uh, I guess cleaning up, cleaning up lakes and water and such things would be, you know, would be an arena in which 
Nebraska particularly has a great opportunity because we have plentiful groundwater, but we also see that there are problems with regards to the, you know, contamination and such things. And so there's a lot of opportunities at a variety of levels that the University of Nebraska can have a have an impact on making things making things better. I also asked Dave to think about things that people may not realize are going on, maybe because they're small things or because they're not involved in the research, but things that are going on to contribute to sustainability on campus and in Nebraska in general. Early on in our work on the, the commission or the redevelopment of the commission was asking people what the definition of sustainability was. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, what words come to mind? Well, bit recycling is one of those sorts of things. Right. So in terms of advances as a community, there's going to be a, a more coherent and effective recycling program developed here at, at, at UNL. I mean, those aren't, those aren't necessarily technological advances. Those are more community sorts of, mm-hmm. com- community sorts of advances. Um, in the area of, I guess, irrigation and other such things through the, um, the Water for Food Institute, they're certainly doing cutting-edge things with regards to water, re- water use reduction, I'm sure, um, just developing new technologies for the application of water, I'm sure, uh, that goes on. Uh, the development of new, I know that in agronomy they're doing things with uh, wheat and trying to develop new strains of wheat that are more drought, you know, that are more drought resistant. I was curious to get a feel of where Dave thought the future of sustainable development in general and in agriculture was going, and this was the answer that he provided for me. Um, in, the, in the whole business of sustainable, sustainable agriculture, there's a broad scale of that. I mean, there's the the business of, of using more, f- using our resources more efficiently, resources and particularly water, and, and being more protective of the soil, and those sorts of things have been being advocated by the university for you know, literally decades. Um, we do need to do a better job of 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 maybe minimizing impact on on the environment and the, with regards to the agricultural practices. And I think that the university also has a role in things as such as urban agriculture. There's a big movement in that arena here, particularly in Lincoln, to do more along that lines. And so there's certainly an op- opportunities there for the university to become involved at that at that scale. So you got, again, multiple scales, and then you also have the, you know, the business of going into organic type of farming to more, you know, large-scale production farming. And I think that the university has the opportunity as as well as the expertise to deal with that entire spectrum of, of uh, agriculture and then, again, making things more effective, more efficient um, in that, in, in basically in food production. The second guest of this episode is Probs, and I wanted to dig a little deeper into his life and positions at UNL, so I asked him what led him to the co-chair of the Chancellor's Commission and the Sustainability Director at UNL. I'm originally from Nepal, so before I came to Nebraska, I had already seen impacts of climate change and how it affects our community at a local level, uh, starting from the Glacier Lake outburst flood and its impact on the biodiversity back in Nepal, and um, that had as a student that had, had profound impact on my life. And I really wanted to live a life that helps people and community uh, plan, strategize, develop programs that would really uh, have long-term implications on how to live a co- low-carbon life and a life that is better for the planet. So a lot of my job is dedicated to answering those 
uh, constituents of our uh, campus. So that's on the Director of Sesame part. The Chancellor's Commission, we always uh, needed an umbrella organization to give us some direction. Uh, you have a car, but you, you don't have a GPS. So that is uh, what the Chancellor's Commission will do for the office, provide us with the GPS and what direction to go, because we don't have any goal setting done for the university yet. So uh, does our energy use, um, what does our energy use um, for the next 25 years? with increase um, temperature one two degrees three degrees what how does that impact our campus facilities do we have enough resources to maintain the amount of um, energy that is needed to run our research on campus i also wanted to know a little bit more about the chancellor's commission and the goal of it and probs was able to put everything into perspective and show me why dave and him were so excited about it as well grando's goal setting and whatnot i think would be the task of the commission what I'm going to say is a vision statement that we have envisioned for campus. And I don't want to frame a certain way because it is a co collaborative effort. So what we've really envisioned is we want system to be the centerpiece of campus, be that education, be that research engagement or teaching, whatever that be, because we need to train our future generation on how to deal with this, uh, this challenge that is posing the human existence. Probs also added that the more we have conversations about sustainability and how our state and world is being affected, the better off we will be going forward. I also mentioned to him that I had noticed little things like the bikes around campus and the push for banning plastic bags as a few changes, but I wanted to know about more of the developments that he had seen on campus as well. So our campus is a foam-free campus. Uh, that was an initiative that started a few years ago. And by not using uh, styrofoam, we are saying no to a lot of petrochemical stuff and lowering our demand for it due to with, uh, distribution of plastic bags. So what has happened is some of our students have adopted the Antelope Creek, and when they clean that creek twice a year, they find lots of thank you bags coming out of the sea store from the uh, dining services and the bookstore. So how, how can we, when we're talking about big scale things, if you do not know how to build your house or clean your house, how can you solve, you know, the whole global climate change crisis? So first you need to be internally very consistent in what you do, internally consistent who you are as human being, uh, morally right and doing the right things. So it all leads into that. Uh, and so the question was what's coming up? Uh, the very interesting things coming up, uh, we're trying to be very uh, recycling friendly. Our campus has... Um, problem recycling. Uh, we're trying to go to standardized bins and standardized messaging so that no matter which building you go to, the buildings, uh, the recycling looks the same. And again, recycling because it adds. It saves us money by recycling, by the way, because landfill rates are going up. It, um, it's like $34 right now per ton. So any savings thereof, the less stuff we send to landfill, the savings it is for the university. So we are being very efficient in our uh, how we use our state dollars. So in that way, um, we're trying to teach students also about uh, how to run a program that is not only good for the planet, but also saves money. So that's one idea. Uh, there are lots of other uh, floating ideas here and there. Um, food waste is a huge problem. We produce almost a ton of food waste a day. Uh, from, from the facility side, yes, we are trying to find avenues on how to what to do with the food waste that is coming out. But I think the primary question is, why are we generating so much food waste? Is it something that we're preparing that students don't like, or is it how we let them eat unlimited? What is going on? So 
those are the questions I, that really keeps me awake and how to answer those questions. The other one is our carbon emissions. Uh, and I know our carbon emissions as a university is relatively lower than other Big Ten peers based on the research that we've done through the office. But however, we do commute a lot. And if are there any alternative modes of transportation from the city? Uh, are there bikes that we could drive more? How can we more bike-friendly campus? Because you cannot continue to build parking lots on campus. We do not have green space to begin with. So how do, in that way, we also save money. Um, so those are some of the exciting things that are coming up that I look forward to. And the last thing is, oh, uh, during the move-outs, um, we are also trying, there are lots of furniture that goes to the landfill. So we are trying to save some of those furniture and give to Bridges to Hope and other non-for-profits that are here on, in the community. Probs is very knowledgeable about the things going on around campus, but I also wanted to know what he wanted to see happening in the future of sustainable agriculture, sustainability in Nebraska, and even things going on globally. Yeah, that's a very uh, interesting topic. I'm a son of a farmer, too. Um, you know, again, using, I think we have to, I mean, you have to be creative. I and mean, we are, I mean, we're stewards of the land, um, and it the productivity is not there as it used to be. So we have to do more with what we have. So being just efficient with our water use and uh, you know what we put in the soil and how and what kind of harvest we get. Uh, those are very interesting topics and something very close to me. What the Water for Food Institute is doing is really really encouraging to me. And our agronomy and horticulture um, department is doing really, really great things. And I think we have one of the leaders in the nation uh, for. Uh, wheat breeding and whatnot, and genetic breeding for plants. So I think, so for me, here's the thing, though. Um, as a community, as a university in Nebraska-Lincoln, uh, we're solving climate change crisis problems. Our researchers are all over the world trying to solve this. So one of my goals is to put that data and facts together so that we know, we tell our community that, hey, look at University of Nebraska-Lincoln. They're up there trying to solve this climate crisis, and they have so many research students working day and night, and we don't have that right now. So I'm really hoping to put that data together. And on that same note, how many of our faculty, there's so many of our faculty that are working in multiple countries in the nation with the local community there, trying to help them alleviate poverty, help them deal with the health issues there, and solve their climate change crisis. So we want to put that database together so that we can share with our committee. And that's happening through my office. So those are some exciting projects that, that I'm really excited about working in the near future. One last big thank you to my two guests, Dave and Probs, for allowing me to talk to them about sustainability globally in Nebraska and right here at the university. I look forward to seeing the things that the Chancellor's Environment, Sustainability, and Resilience Commission will do in the future as well. Again, thank you all for listening to this episode. I'm Sophia Savanda, and you're listening to The Husk.